This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. It's great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the country, and thank you for listening to the podcast. Great to have you with me again this week after you weren't here last week, right? I've been disappearing for some Occ- reason. Occasionally. Yeah, yeah well, we, we had a busy week. Last <laughs> last week was uh, continuing the celebration of the girls' 10th birthday and had a little nice weekend uh, or week away. And then we get to come home to hurricane preparation. But more on that in a second. Our guest this week is Ahmad Sauce Gardner. So stay tuned for the New York Jets all-pro cornerback. He's coming up. I mentioned this last week. I don't know if I've mentioned this often enough on this show, but we do have another phenomenal event coming up with Philadelphia Eagles legend, Hall of Famer Brian Dawkins. It is September 16 in Sewell, New Jersey. You can check it out on all of our social media, faithonafieldshow.com forward slash Dawkins. We do have some promo codes out for ticketing and you can get some discounted seats. I think one of the promo codes is blessed. Another promo code is OTP. I'm not following all these codes. Just go there, put one in there, see what deal gives you the best or however it may look, and come on out. Uh, Brian is one of the most powerful speakers I've probably ever been around and had the pleasure of doing several events with him already. Every time we go somewhere, it's always a sellout. So I'm sure there are tickets. I know for a fact there are tickets remaining for this. There's a VIP meet and greet first. So if if you want to meet Brian, take a, a photo with him, say a few words, you can do that. And then, of course, there are general admission tickets. So, again, it's September 16. It's in Sewell, New Jersey. And you can check it out at faithonthefieldshow.com forward slash Dawkins or go to any of my social media, any of our Faith on a Field social media. You'll see we've been promoting Even B Docs also shared it out too as well. So you can check that out. Look forward to seeing you all there for as many people as can be. So we're, we're going to talk to Sauce Gardner coming up, but you and I had our second encounter this week with Hurricanes. What's, mm-hmm. What was the name of this? Last year it was Hurricane Ian, and Hurricane Ian did some da- some serious damage Ian in Florida. Was scary. Ian was very scary. I mean, we put those shutters up. Everybody was just yeah. like waiting for the worst to happen, but thankfully it was nothing. Um, well, I mean, it was something, but it was like not damaging to our area. And this uh, one was this Hurricane one was what? Idalia? Idalia. Uh, we did not put the shutters up this time. We braved and nobody in the neighborhood. There, I did see one house, at least one house, putting up shutters. But yeah. we we had learned from last year not to overreact. But you never know. You never know with these things because at some point it can turn. It can do this. It can do that. And the damages, the hurricanes can wreak. And it did. It didn't touch. We were safe. We were okay here where we are right outside of Tampa. But it did touch down in some beach areas, some coastal areas, the the Gulf Shore where um, we often go, got hit hard. So praying for those folks and everyone who was affected by it. But I wanted to talk about waiting out the storm. So what we did is first we go out there and we bring everything in, right? <laughs> it was cool because it rained on us while we were out well, there. It only rained while we were getting stuff in. It was so well, weird. Well, that, that particular Tiny. day before. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Heavy winds and rain the, the whole night. And milk and everything like everybody else and water. That's the snow. Th- that's what they do up north for snow. Get Us your bread, get here. your eggs, get your yeah. milk. Got I got the propane tank for the grill yeah. in case uh, we lost power. Thank God we yeah, didn't. We did but then what we do is we wait out the storm, right? Yeah. We wait out the storm and see what happens. And I, I feel like this is so relatable for everyone in our lives because there are moments and there are times where we're going through things and we're going through difficulties and adversities and challenges and we're waiting out that storm and we're waiting for God to move. We're waiting for Jesus to take over, to show us that we know he's in control and he's going to be able to help us through this and, and help us navigate through whatever difficulty, whatever storm it is. Uh, I want to touch on the storm, one of my favorite storm stories in the Bible, in Matthew, where Jesus and the disciples are on the boat. I was going to read one verse. Let me read the whole part of this story, because it's only a handful of of verses, and Jesus is, he goes in on a boat, and this is from Matthew 8, 23. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Like, this is such a incredible, it, it's only four little verses here. Matthew 8, 23 to 27. But if you think about the magnitude and the impact, here are the disciples, they're on a boat, and you know how I feel about boats. Mm. I'm not I'm not really the, I, I love the boat that takes you. You have no feelings for boats. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I'm, a, I'm okay with big boats. I'm not a fan of small boats. I'm, um, it, I would imagine we'll go on the disciples are on like this, Maybe it's like a canoe. It's This has got to be something small. They're not on no yacht here with Jesus. They're not on this big, giant... Any it's a co- fishing boat. It's a fishing boat. Okay, yeah. so it's a small boat. Yeah. I would not be on this boat. Like, no, th- there's there's not. no way. I'm not getting on a dinghy. I'm not getting on a small boat. That's well, just me. I can't swim. Two thousand years. I'm ago. terrified. It's probably not the best yeah, boat. Yeah, it's made of wood. It's yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. So they're on this boat, and here's a crazy furious storm it says and it comes up on the lake and the waves are sweeping over the boat like i i'm at this point i'm dead mm-hmm. if i was on that boat i i die i i have like a heart attack i'm dead i'm scared there's water that's like my biggest fear is water i'm looking at the images from the hurricane and the bridge one of the bridges that we go over often from from tampa into st petersburg and into the beach towns howard franklin bridge and did you see some of those images i did but it receded it did, yeah, but okay. I and I'm sure they closed the bridge, right? I, I, there was many bridges. I think there was only one bridge that was open, but I, I could not have. Every time I'm driving over the, these bridges, and it's always like I make sure it's not a rainy day. I I feel like I just want to get through it, and I want to get over it because they're kind of low, and there's a lot of water, and you're over the bay, and I'm like, what it's if beautiful. that? What if, they're, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous yeah. view. I love it when it's nice and calm. But what yeah. if the water came rushing? Well, this is what's happening to the disciples yeah. in well, this. Yeah. The water's rushing over <laughs> the boat, and then there's Jesus. He's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing he's snoring. A little. Do I snore? A little. snore? Do I do I, I snore? Don't know Jesus would snore? Well, how do I snore? How, oh God, no! I <laughs> you can't that. do it. No, 
I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> and, and and he's he's laying there. Well, he was perfect. So he's 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 he probably doesn't. Jesus is perfect. He's not snoring, but yeah. he's he's let he's out there and he's out. And they look over and they're terrified. And and here's Jesus sleeping. And they wake him up. And Lord save us. So at least they know in their moment of anxiety in their moment of fear. They're turning to Jesus. Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And he, he, he replies, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. It's such a powerful story, what happened there, because in our lives, as we're going through that storm or as we're waiting for that storm to pass, whatever it may be, how much faith are we showing? I don't know about you, but I'd be rebuking everything. <laughs> 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 I went ahead and rebuked the storm. <laughs> I went ahead and rebuked Adalia. <laughs> I rebuked Ian. And I guess my rebuking works because I was like, let's say I rebuke you. <laughs> you have no power over us, no strength. And you know what? You do disarm the storm. You do disarm stuff in your life. In when prayer. You, when, in prayer. prayer. So yeah. um, I do have that kind of faith. Like I am that kind of person that I'll be just rebuking everything. Like mm. <laughs> anything that comes my way that should not come my way, I'm like rebuking it left and right. Did you sprinkle and holy water? I didn't, I didn't see you spring like um so in in prayers when i was doing that I actually i literally saw the image of jesus like just like a mighty big image of just like his hands are just surrounding the storm and just like like it's it's kind of like covering us yeah. you know and i was just like i knew everything is gonna be okay because um i don't know i just i felt like yeah in my i'm, I'm always like this i am always prepared i always prepare like I don't, I'm I'm not inactive. I'm almost very active, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm always like my prayer life is solid. Like I would say, Lord, that's it. I trust you. <laughs> I rebuke this thing. It's not gonna touch us. But I'm gonna prepare because that's my part. Yeah. Okay. I do my part, but I'm counting on you to do yours because I cannot control weather, right? But I can control putting my uh you know uh, wash the laundry clean the house uh, i can put my furniture away from outside get wait, my wait, house wait why did you say wash the laundry as if that was oh because the you could lose water for days oh with, with the hurricane that's why you made sure the oh yeah right. so i i, I always do that. that i wash my laundry okay. i wash beddings i i make sure the house is very clean in case we go without water for like a week or so which that would be awful. I would probably just move out. Uh, but like, you know, that's, you have to do your part. So you have to be active. And and when you do your part, God does his. And I'm just, I'm a believer of that. And you just have to keep praying and you keep trusting. And re- yes, I, I am a believer of rebuking all the things that are just not from God. So, and I don't know, sometimes maybe storms are from him sometimes. I don't, really don't know, maybe. But at the <laughs> same time, I just feel like, I pray for his hand of protection over us mm-hmm. all the time, and that's what I care about. So, yeah, that's what I do. Well, it's it's working, and I, I've told this story, I'm sure, before many times, and if someone's listening to us for the first time in, in some of the new stations and some of our new affiliates uh, across Florida and in Texas, and you haven't heard this story, so when this is, this is great. When we lived in, in New Jersey, one night I come home, and um, I'm on the phone, and I'm looking outside into the yard, and I see a cross mm. on the window. Yes. And and then I'm like, there's a cross on the window. Mm. It's like a, 
this greasy cross on yeah, the window. Yeah, greasy cross. <laughs> and I didn't realize, and I'm like... No, you looked at me so... I'm like, what? what how did that happen? Perplexed. You were like, <laughs> honey, <laughs> do you see what I see? And you're having a moment. Like, you thought, yeah. like, some like something is going on, you know? Like, like the just, Holy Spirit, yeah, like, thought, like, God angels, wrote a, like, drew a cross yeah. on, on our window. I'm, like, feeling like, empowered. Okay. And then... And then I told you that this is what I do. I get oil and I pray over it and I walk around my house and I do put crosses all over every entry of my home, everywhere. Like there's a window, door, whatever. Read it in the Bible. This is not kind of, a, it's not like some crazy stuff. Like this Weird is in ritual. The Bible. No. It's not a ritual. I don't believe in those, but uh, I do believe that you should definitely um, put holy oil on all the entries of your home, windows, doors, everything, and even yourself, uh, it says anoint yourself with oil. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that I believe in. And I believe that it's, it gives you, and obviously it's not the oil itself. It's the fact that you, it's the faith, it's the prayer. It's the faith. Exactly. Again, it it goes back to like acting upon something you believe in. I'm a believer of like, you have to step for God to step. You have to act and God acts. You cannot be so complacent. You cannot just be a an inactive right. believer. You have to be an active believer. Part of prayer is an active thing, right? A prayer is you, you, your sound of your voice is being said. Something's being said. So that's an activity that you're doing. So it's an active way of just engaging with the word of God and in engaging with what God is saying to you to do. You're not just reading a book. Like you're acting on a book. So that's something I do. And that's, you know, you can walk all over my house and you see like crosses everywhere. And you're like, oh, this is very interesting. I, and I love that. Though. But yeah. But yeah. So I'm a believer in that. And I really do believe that you should do that. Especially if you feel some sort of like a, sometimes you feel weird, right? Like you Connection. feel like a little, like you should sometimes feel odd. Like mm-hmm. you're like, what the heck is going on? You know, yeah. go, go get some oil and pray over this oil. And just say, Lord, I am anointing myself with this oil right now. And I believe that this is an act of, of faith, faith that you are guiding me, protecting me, watching over me. And you just, you know, you can, don't, you can do a cross. You can just put it. Whether there. a storm is coming. Yeah, whatever. You can like do a, it. an actual hurricane, a, mother, yeah. a force of nature storm, of or yeah, if you're something. anticipating a storm of a different kind in, yeah, in, our, in your life we, that we encounter. And I, I think... To get back to the Bible verse that we were just reading from in, in Matthew and, and Jesus and the actual storm and how he calms the waters, that you know, this verse is is telling us how storms it's reminding us that God is always in control. Mm-hmm. And he's he's in control and he encourages us he encourages us to place our trust in him when things get shaky and when we feel uncertain. And if we put our trust in him when we feel, as you said, a little off, a little scared, whatever it may be. If we put our trust in him and we trust in him completely, he's got the power to calm that storm in our life, the literal storm, the figurative storm, whatever's happening. Like Jesus had fallen asleep on this boat and, and, and the, during this time and the waves of the sea are, are and the winds howling and the, everything's going wild and going crazy. And he hears all the frightened disciples there waking him up and he rebukes the wind and there was an instant calm from the storm. And Jesus right. is reminding that his followers that we shouldn't be fearful during these difficult moments 
these stormy moments in our lives. But if we would just place our trust in God and know that he will help us and he will save us from that, from that moment, from whatever it may be. And, and there are countless stories of storms in the Bible. You can go back to Isaiah 4-6. It will be a shelter and shade from the heat of the day and a refuge and a hiding place from the storm and rain. And in this Bible verse, it's it's reinforcing the, the, the fact that God is a source of our refuge. God is a source of our strength. And when we're facing these hard times, that we will have that protection from the storm. And the, the rain is kind of, in the Bible, it's like kind of symbolic of the hardships that we're facing. It's, it's a symbol. But when we seek God out, when we, when we treat him as our shelter from the storm, when it's not an actual rain or hurricane, when it's a different kind, like you still need shelter, we still need someone to watch over us, to cover us, mm-hmm. that's, who, that's who we go to. I was trying to find you guys a, um, a verse for the oil. So people out there don't think I'm crazy. Did you find um, one? There's there's <laughs> one for the sick. Like you, you okay. know what you know what I was telling you. Like you feel a little off. Yeah. Um. So James five fourteen to fifteen is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So there it is. This is New Testament. You so. know, you know what that that is. You probably don't know this, but that the Catholic Church mm-hmm. has something called it's an anointing of the sick. It's a mm-hmm. sacrament. I grew up in the Catholic Church. For those who have not heard the show since the beginning, and they would, and if you're Catholic, you would know what the anointing of the sick is. So when someone see how it says call on the elders to anoint them yeah. in in the catholic church if someone's sick or in the hospital or or soon going to pass a priest would go to their house or go to their hospital bed and anoint them with oil so that comes from i didn't know that in, in 12 years of i i didn't i didn't yeah. know that was in but in it james is in the Bible yes. and so I, you, you I mean, do that I, you literally i grew do up that. protestant and yeah. we anoint with oil as well in fact when you get baptized you also get anointed with oil oh yeah that's very cool. Mm-hmm. That's that when when you do that yep. as a child. Well, up next you're going to hear from Sauce Gardner, so stay tuned for Sauce. You're listening to Faith on the Field show. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. 1 in 4 are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes morning simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz and Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome 
Welcome back to Faith on a Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can check us out at faithonafieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience or find us on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there in case sometimes we cut them short for radio. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field and tell as many people as you can about the show. If you would like to be a sponsor, for the show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonafieldshow.com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise on but want to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page at faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week, Sauce Gardner, had an impressive rookie season. He was first team all pro, the first rookie corner to do that in 41 years. He even got his own sauce named after him at Buffalo Wild Wings. He's out there gifting diamond necklaces to Aaron Rodgers. He was the AP Defensive Rookie Player of the Year. He did it all, and now he's trying to follow that up. Here's my conversation with Sauce. Sauce, man, last time we did this, I was telling you that you were named first-team All-Pro. So you were first-team All-Pro. You were AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. How do you follow that up in year two? Just got to work harder. You know, everything that I did already, I just got to put more work into it. You know what I mean? Uh, because it's going to be somebody working as hard as I worked last year. So you know, I, I just got to take it to the next level. How much does it help you to go in practice against a guy like Garrett Wilson? Obviously, he was the offensive rookie of the year. How much does it help both of you guys to be better to go head to head? Oh, man, it helps a lot. You know, it makes it a lot easier on Sundays. You know, uh, this past week, you know, against the Giants, definitely made it easier. You know, I'm sure it made it easy for, easier for him as well. You know, he got an end zone. Him and Aaron had a great connection. So, yeah, we just got to keep keep working, keep getting each other better. Sauce, how has Aaron Rodgers changed that vibe in New York these past few months? Man, he just bring that swag. I mean, it's Aaron. When he walk into the room, you know, he's going to shake the room every time. You know, he one of those guys, he's a – natural leader, great guy to be around, you know. So, yeah, he tra- he changed the organization in a lot of ways for sure. We know what he can do on the field. Has there been anything about his personality, about him as a teammate, that's kind of stood out to you since you've met him? Man, he's he, he a funny guy. I didn't know I didn't know he was going to have as many jokes as he as he had. You know, he, he's a great guy to be around. And, uh, man. He got a lot of jokes, man. I ain't going to say what jokes, but he got a lot of jokes in, in, his, in his repertoire for sure. Is he wearing that number eight diamond around that you bought him, that you got for him? Is he wearing that around still? Yeah, I've seen him wear it a couple of times. seen him wear it a couple of times. That's, that's good enough for me. Back to your personal efforts and what you did as a player last year. When, when you talk about getting better each and every day and each and every year, right, and, and you look at this team and the high expectations that they have, how much does it mean to you to know that opposing teams come in and, and they don't even want to look your way a lot of times? And it means a lot. You know, uh, great level of respect that they have for me. You know what I mean? But it's the thing, I can't get complacent. You know, every snap, every down, I got to just have a mentality that, that the ball coming my way. You know, that's how it's always going to be. Because sometimes I done got lax, like in practice, like, yeah, the ball ain't coming my way. Or this, my coach always tells me, like, Always think the ball coming my way. Knowing that your pro, your interception numbers aren't going to be up there with, with some of the guys who lead the league and and things uh, along those lines. Does that even bother you? To, does do you prefer? Hey, let them go 
uh, I'm not going to get those numbers. That's fine. I'm still getting the accolades. I still know I'm getting the respect. Nah, I, I need everything. You know what I mean? I'm, I need to put that work in. I need to, you know, get all them interceptions. I need to just keep working, you know, but you know, I'm not just going to settle. I mean, you got to keep grinding. There's a lot of expectations, of course, as we talked about with Aaron being there in, in New York with the, with the Jets. And what, when this team approaches the season and I, we see the cameras around, we see hard knocks, how, how do you guys handle that? How do you block out the noise and all that extra attention that you're getting and focus on the opponent? And our main goal, you know, is to just build a strong brotherhood, you know, uh, create the trust uh, in one another. So all the cameras and stuff, you know, we're not really faced by that. Cause we know we we got the same the same main goal and we just gotta keep the main thing the main thing. So the cameras and all of that, you know, it's, it didn't really play a big deal. How much better could this defense be? We you guys had a ton of success last year, especially uh, against the pass, fewest touchdowns allowed in the air. But how much better can you guys even get this season? I mean, we we added a lot of offensive weapons, you know, including Aaron. So you know, that's just that's just gonna make us better. You know, I'm looking for our our goal is to be the number one defense in the league. You know, you know we got the guys on offense to just make us better. You know, we just gonna keep grinding. How much does it help having a guy like Q up front? Man, he's he's a monster, and, and he that certainly reflected in how he got paid in the offseason. Yeah, man, uh, it's great. You know, us us in the back end, all we tell each other, we got to just create that hitch. We create the hitch for the quarterbacks. Q and the rest of the D line, they gonna get there. They gonna get the sack. They don't get the sack. The quarterback is gonna throw it up. So we get the interceptions. How much fun is it gonna be? Week one, Monday night football. Everyone's watching, and, and it's you guys and the Buffalo Bills. Like, if you want to be that top team, you, you got to go after that top team and beat them. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and everybody got obviously you know all about that offense. And it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm not gonna speak too much. You know, nine eleven, but. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. Sauce Sauce is back, right? A second season on the menu at Buffalo Wild Wings. What kind of flavor can we expect this time around? Has it changed? Is it going to be similar? How much input did you have into it? I had a lot of input. You know, it's, it's not going to change. It's going to it's going to stay the same. The same sauce sauce. You know, smoky sweet barbecue. You know, I'm looking forward to it. You know, Buffalo Wild Wings. They they got football on lock. You know what I mean with all the different sauces, all the TVs, all the sports, you know, so I wouldn't want to be nowhere else. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. How much fun did you have sauce going undercover as a B-dubs waiter? What was that like? And it was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate them for giving me the opportunity to do something cool and creative like that. You know what I mean? Uh, my name is Sauce. I love sauce. So, you know, one of my, my favorite moments from uh, going undercover and, you know, working as a B-Dubs waiter is, you know, it was a scene where, you know, I poured all of my sauce, poured it all over someone else's wings. I don't even think he got the sauce sauce, the sauce sauce wings. I think it was a whole different flavor. I just took the whole bottle and just dumped it all on his uh, plate. You know, it was, it was hilarious. It was a lot of great vibes, man. Uh, it was a pretty cool thing to do. Well, everybody can check out those videos. They're going to go live on your social media, on Buffalo Wild Wings social media. So that's going to be pretty cool for everybody to check out Sauce Sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings. Sauce, I'm a man of strong faith. I know on your Instagram, you call yourself a child of God uh, and a follower of Christ. What does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. You know what I mean? Just 
always standing my word, you know, always reading the Bible, um, you know, just man, anytime I have my off time and I ain't watching film, you know, I just get on my word and um, just keeps me positive. You know, I just finished reading the book of John. You know, it just it just keeps me positive, man. Um, man, I'm just truly blessed. Um, none of this stuff would be possible if it wasn't for the man above. So, man, true blessing. All my gloves this year, if you were to look at my gloves, that's exactly what the inside of them say, follower of Christ, child of God. You know, so that's how it's always been. That's how it's always going to be. I appreciate you, man. Wish you a ton of blessings this season. Uh, I appreciate you as well, man. That's it for this week. Thank you to Sauce Gardner. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on the Field Show. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.